staring off to the side and I'm just sitting here like about to puke. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Psychic-ish, the podcast for normal-ish people <laughs> trying to make sense of their psychic experiences. My name is Lydia and throughout the episodes of this podcast you get to learn about my life and my own psychic-ish experiences. Today we have a little bit of a treat though, it is the first time we have a guest on the pod. And it is one of my most favorite people in this entire world. Her name is Sophie and she's my big sister. We go through and chat about a ghostly experience that she had in our childhood home and just some other things that have happened since that I think there's a little bit more that you could read into them and she's a bit more on the skeptical side. Maybe not skeptical, maybe just needs a little bit more evidence to believe. I have a few notices to give you before we get into the episode, and I can't lie, I do feel a little bit like a principal holding an assembly, (laughs) just letting you know what to expect. After this episode airs, I am going to take a little two-week break, so I won't be in your ears for the next two weeks. Some of you might find that a gift. And some of you might not be as happy with that, but I'm still here. I won't forget you, I promise. And I don't know if I want to say what the episode that I come back will be about. Um, Let's just say in this episode, my sister sort of, she sort of puts me in it. She mentions something that I haven't shared with you guys yet. And I say, I'm not really ready to talk about that yet. But I will talk about it in the next episode that you have coming. It sounds so cryptic saying that right now. But yeah, you're a smart cookie. You'll be able to figure it out. So that was notice number one. Now we have notice number two. (laughs) I'm a bit ashamed to admit it, but there are a few times in the episode as well where my sister just goes really quiet. And it's (laughs) just... Listening back, I'm like trying to tell myself that it's not because the episode is so dull that even the microphones, <laughs> even the microphones zone out of what we're talking about, but that's not the case. We're just using a little bit of an ad hoc microphone that we found around her house. And um, we learned afterwards that if she like turns the microphone the smallest amount, like I'm talking about 25 degrees. <laughs> The microphone would just stop recording and so what you're hearing is her voice being picked up on my one but I think it's fine I think you'll be able to handle it I've got faith in you for being able to follow what goes on I mean if anything needs clarifying I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have in Thursday's question box on my Instagram after the episode is and this is the last one I promise we're almost there notice number three Now, if this is the first time you've listened to an episode of this podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you for being here. Very happy to have you listening. (laughs) Or if you kind of just listen to episodes in a random order, willy-nilly, there might be a few things we chat about in this episode that 
could be confusing if you haven't listened to two episodes that we've had before. So if the idea of someone called Amy or something called The Council brings a little bit of confusion to you, I recommend going back and listening to episode four and episode five before having a listen to this one. I mean, we don't get into much detail, but, uh, you know, probably just good to have that little background information before heading into this one. I think we did it. I think that's it. That's all the notices I have. Please get ready to meet my beautiful, wonderful, hilariously weird sister, Sophie. I was just giving my sister the little D-Lo about what we're going to do, but she's preferred to go in blind and without an introduction. Can I use your name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how blind you wanted to go. <laughs> Are we recording right now? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> Say hello, but pretend to be normal. Hello. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All my sister said before recording this podcast was that she just wanted you guys to know that up until the date of recording, She's never had any psychic experiences herself. She wants to make it very clear that I'm the weird one of the family and she and our other sister are normal. So they haven't had psychic experiences themselves or so they think. She does love yoga and she's into meditation, but that's kind of like her limit. I mean, she's interested in it. Like She likes talking to me about the stuff I experience and there's a curiosity there. Um but I know very much that she doesn't want to have this stuff happen to her. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Well, thank you for being here. If oh, Thank you for being here while I'm sitting in your house. <laughs> <laughs> and do I have permission to show the creepy face that's watching us? <laughs> Or do you want to check with your husband? <laughs> oh, Coral, you know. Um. <laughs> so, like, in my sister's house, they've got, like, these little shelves in the wall, right? And I walk in. I've been here before. <laughs> but this is the first time I'm staying here. And, like, there's all these records stacked up against, like, a really big... <laughs> um, like, Ceramic. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, a bookend. Right, <laughs> except it's like a human. She's slanted in your direction. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> except it's a ceramic human head. And I looked at it the other night and I was like, Sophie, this is scarier than any ghost I've ever seen. <laughs> the eyes are painted white. <laughs> Freaking terrifying. She's looking right at me. And you called her Coral? She is freaky. Now you're freaky. Yeah, okay. All we have to say what happened today, like we were just chatting on the couch and like I sang to Liddy, like, there's just this word that like keeps coming to me and like I don't even know why. It's like in a book that I read my son. The word is overflowing. Like so it's just like a very random word. But I'm like, oh my god, like people just keep saying it around me. And whenever they do, I get like like triggered by it. Like not in a bad way. But I'm just like, oh, there's that word again. Um what happened when that happened with? Oh, you missed out the funniest part. So before you even started talking about that, you asked me 
about if you had spirit guides, I think. Yeah, I was like getting raised like people have spirit guides. And I was like, yeah, everybody does. Oh, you asked me if I could see other people's spirit guides. And I said, I maybe had the one time you asked me to see a specific person. And I got the vibe they were your spirit guide. Because you just wanted to know why they were around you, right? Because that had come up in like a practice reading we did together. Um, And you were like, what did you say? Something about, I wish I was, I wish I could see spirit guides without the other shit. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much like, I want the guidance without the terrifying, you know. Trauma. <laughs> yeah, the guidance is actually so cool. Anyway, we're talking about that and having a little laugh, and then so f- I use the word overflowing, and you're like, God, that word. <laughs> like, I, I've been hearing it all the time, and I was like, maybe that's a sign from your spirit guides. And she was like, You were like, Could that be? And I was like, Yeah, like it can literally be anything. And then so I've kind of just kind of kept on talking. And then I saw like two of my little council people just nodding their heads. Why were they nodding? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign from your spirit guides. I'm like, let's conversation, conversation. <laughs> yeah, so you've been in the presence of the council without knowing them. <laughs> Did that freak you out? No, I just wanted to know more. I felt like a greedy kid. <laughs> Should we try it now? Whoa. Okay. Well, like, we may as well. You said not before. <laughs> but it's not scary stuff. Okay, okay. <gasps> okay, I've already, like... My hands are sweating. <laughs> I've already asked them, like, a question in my mind. Mm-hmm. I asked them how many spirit guides you have. Seven. Whoa. Seven. Do you feel special? I have shivers. Yeah. I have shivers down my legs. You have you seven. Have? I just got 12. <laughs> a lot of people (laughs) like (laughs) like today it's 12 but there's other people that kind of come in and out and I don't know if they're spirit guides or what seven is that seven guides or seven peeps or like seven just seven guides I don't know if they're like whenever I see guides they're mostly in human form the only time they haven't been is when a guide was a human and had a lion for their head. I think that was just their way of telling me their name was something specific. And no, it wasn't Aslan from <laughs> Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> um, They're kind of fun because you asked them something else. Well, you asked them something. That has gone blank. Okay, well, I just asked them something. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them if your son has them, mm. and they also said well, it was also like the same number seven. Because I I talk I like ask things like kind of telepathically. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like staring off to the side, and I'm just sitting here like about to puke. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, like this is what you have. <laughs> Don't let that mic fall out. <laughs> Hold on, dear life. <laughs> I want to know if you and I share any. Nods. I have questions for you. Okay. And just like absolutely no pressure if you 
don't remember things, just say you don't remember. There's absolutely no expectations from my end. I just know that we always end up in like really long, in-depth <laughs> conversations. And I really don't know how we get there. So I'm going to try and infiltrate that sort of thing today. <laughs> like, what's it called? Genetically engineers. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that for us. Love that for us. Okay. So I'm aware of experiences where you've been in the house in our childhood home mm. where you've experienced something yeah do you remember anything yeah I think there was this one time where I was in my bedroom which you've explained very beautifully in other episodes my room had lemon bows okay so you're the yellow bow room the yellow bow room and I had a window that like looked down to like some Fijoa trees. Our dad was a gardener, so we mm. actually had personalized gardens. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I think Hannah and I did, but I don't know where yours was. I think it was like it was imaginary. Yeah. Mine, mine was the lemon tree outside my window. Um, third child always gets forgotten. So, uh-huh. so your bedroom when you're looking down, it's like two stories down. Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a my garden Sophie's garden um which I looked down onto and I had mm. this cute little like meerkat statue yeah how and- fitting we went to the zoo today we saw meerkat yeah I forgot it was my favorite animal you reminded me <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember like looking down there and seeing like a little girl in a white dress like translucent translucent yeah never seen anything like that Wow. Since then or before then? <laughs> Lucky you, you um. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, who knows? Got to sleep tonight, so this is going to be fun. And next to me. Does and that make you uncom- uncomfortable? Like, absolutely terrified. Um, oh, really? Well. Have you been sleeping okay the last few nights? I'm staying with Sophie right now, by the way, just her husband's away. So I'm helping out with her and her boy. Yeah. No, it's actually been surprisingly really calm and comforting. Is that just because we're both so tired? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also like, yeah, I guess the focus has been kind of on my son and like you've been really helping and like healing him and stuff. So they don't know I heal babies. Oh, shit. Spoiler! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Um, one day I'll talk about that, but I feel like we need to ease them in, like, one step at a time. Well, Liddy's basically an angel on earth. Um, No, I'm not. And, like, you've always done stuff from afar for me, but now we're doing it in real, like, life, and it's insane just kind of watching the interaction between my son and you. And... I'm very grateful, but we're on a tangent. So what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) You answered it. Okay. I was going to say that you were actually part of another experience in the house, but you just might not remember it. Right. Oh, I have a question for you, actually. Okay. Do you think that girl was Amy? Yeah. Blonde? Yes. Oh, but I don't know if I'm just thinking that now because Because you said said it. (laughs) Either way, I think it's quite uncanny. Because, like, whenever I saw her, but again, I don't know if I only saw her in a white dress because you said you saw someone in a white right. dress. But we only talked about this when once we'd moved out of that house. You'd never said that growing up. So it would be weird for us to kind of change the image of the person in the other person's mind, if that makes sense. Totally. And I think 
you know, being a person who doesn't experience stuff like you, I think when you're young and you see something like that, like you really just doubt it and question it and don't really talk about it. And that's I kind of like resonated with what you were saying in your episode with like the stories of people who just have had no, you know, psychic-ish experience. And I can see how like these things just go untalked about, you know, for years until like you do move out and then start yeah. sharing and think, okay, maybe that was real. Maybe I wasn't just daydreaming or something like yeah. that. Well, that's even like my first ever experience. I didn't tell anyone for years because of exactly what you just said. Yeah. We're both normal-ish. <laughs> um, but no, so what I'm... Ish. <laughs> ish. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, so what I was actually going to say is that before I was born and when you still couldn't walk yet and our eldest sister couldn't walk, and you two were asleep in your cots, whatever, and mum and dad were still together, they said that when they were sort of sitting in the family room watching TV, they'd hear like little footsteps running up and down the hallway, mm. and they'd get up to check on you both, and you were just both asleep in your beds. Mm. So that was something. Yeah. You were there, you just... I think I just always had that feeling as a kid, like... You don't want to be the last one downstairs and have to turn the light off. And oh, like, that was so scary. <laughs> and like those creepy, like frosted windows, like in our going into the lounge, like that arched frosted window. Yeah, the arch where I saw our grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking creepy. Oh, and just like, yeah, that living room always felt a bit weird. Yeah, like looking back on it in hindsight. Like I think I've talked about with you, I always did feel a bit weird in the pool. Like we swam so much as kids. Yeah, um, we used to practice Olympic synchronized swimming routines. <laughs> us too. Or we'd do like the someone would walk around the pool and pretend that they like drowned, and someone would be a lifeguard. Oh, but yeah, like I love swimming in, in the water. I was fine. I know you weren't, but um. I've never really talked about the pool area of our house as being a weird area in it as well as the other places within the house, like my room, the lounge, my sister's room, my mum's room, and our family room. I mean, pretty much the whole place, right? But the reason my sister said this is because my mum swears black and blue that even as a toddler, if I was brought close to the pool, I would start crying and kicking and just not want to be near it. Uh, as my sister said, we spent a lot of time as a family around the pool because our dad was a swimmer. And I mean, in Auckland, it's warm during summer. We'd just be out there all the time. But around the time where I said back in episode four that I started having little spurts of clear audiency and having spirits come and talk to me when I was in a really relaxed state before being able to get to sleep, around the time that that little spirit, Amy, started talking to me, the one who... <sighs> I had a feeling was associated with the house somehow and my mum said that there was a really quick move in time between the sellers of the house leaving and my parents moving in there that the children's names were still on the doors 
And when I asked my mum if she remembered their names, she said they were Dale and Amy. And then I told her about the dream I had and the little kid that came to me the night before. What I haven't said about that, and golly, I'm getting shivers even thinking about it now, is that I always, um, I just, hmm. I just have this like image that's kind of, it feels like memory, but I don't know, and um, it's of like this bong girl uh, lying face down in the pool, um, and the vantage point is like as if you're looking down on the pool from our kitchen window, which was like two stories above, and. I, uh, whenever I was in the pool on my own, so not with my sisters, I mean, I think I started swimming in that pool, I get a little bit more confidence as I was older, like in my late teens, and just try and, you know, enjoy it, but if I ever put my head under, I'd just see, like, as if I see spirits, I'd just see, like, 50 faces at once all screaming at me trying to get me out of the water um so yeah I just have some weird associations with that pool <laughs> I did not think I'd be crying but hey it wouldn't be an episode of Psychic Ash if I didn't right so there you go that's all you need to know But yeah, like, I love swimming in, in the water. I was fine. I know you weren't. But um, left down there alone and stuff felt quite weird. What specifically felt weird about it? Gosh, like, I just felt like on edge, mm-hmm. scared. Like, when you say that thing, like, someone's watching you, like, now that you say that, like, that is kind of like the type of feeling, but I never thought that at the time. I wonder if, like, other kids experience that feeling like they're being watched because, like, you expect to be watched as a child. Like, you expect for someone to be looking over you if you're doing something semi-dangerous, like being yeah. in a pool. Yeah. Like, I wonder And if, it could have just been that. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> well, is it just us? Like, are we just hyper-aware or is it just a normal thing? Yeah. Can I ask in the question box tomorrow? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never experienced anything since? I guess, like, nowadays, oh, God, I am going to talk about sound healing. It's okay. It's a massive part of your life. Because I've experienced stuff at your sound healing. Mm. Soph does sound baths, Mm. and she specifically asked before this episode to not have it mentioned, but it's kind of hard not to mention the thing that's a massive part of your life. Yeah. I guess I've had experiences, like, in doing one-on-one sound baths with people, during my sound baths and group events and like during my meditation practice, which is not like psychic, but it's more kind of like a feeling, um, intuition. Mm. I have like feelings that come through. Um, I can sense things and then I can, if the person's open to it or the group's open to it, I can kind of talk to them after and mention it. Mm. And it does seem very, 
on point. <laughs> I also notice like with instruments, they all have like a personality of their own and like every instruments. Like the instruments that I play. <laughs> what some people might not even know what a sound bath is. So okay. like are you talking about the crystal bowls? Yeah. So for example, I guess I've had my crystal bowls the longest and I play them at like every sound bath that I do and they have a personality of their own in terms of like one might want to be played more or one might not really be wanting to be played or one will like sing really loudly and like it, they kind of guide me in a way. I don't guide them. So it's very cool. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I felt like if I hugged one toy but not the other, it would get sad. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> no, no, but I think with a sound bath, like I don't want to talk about it too much because I guess it's not about this, but like I'm interested in talking about it. Um, it's very much like you receive what you need to, depending on energetically where you mm. are. So, like the group obviously have a particular frequency that they're vibrating at, and when I play, I'm playing for them to them. So, mm. I guess. In my mind, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm being drawn towards different things or like sensing different things because that's what the group need or that's what the individual needs. Um, and just trusting that. Mm, like, obviously, after doing it for years and years, like it does feel more and more second nature now. Mm. At the start, I was like, oh, God, I'm it. That bomb's going a bit quirky, you know, like maybe I need a new one. It's like, no, actually, it just doesn't need as much attention right now. Okay. You know, um, it's it's a really beautiful experience. We all know, like, I'm not very woo-woo. And I feel like sound baths are. I know you don't think they are. Well, I do. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I just this is, like, it. just lit some palisanto over me <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> but... I want to follow my train of thought because it's actually really cool that recently, I think it was, was it episode seven that I talked about Popper and seeing light for the first time? Because this is actually a good introduction, I guess. This is going really full circle. I like this. Look at us. I know. Wait, I might forget what I'm thinking. <laughs> In your sound bath, I saw color. Oh, no, I need to go back to the beginning. I didn't really know what a sound bath was. I was just like interested in the experience and I wanted to support you I guess and I think it's really cool when you go into something like that and have no expectations but I remember at one point just like sitting up looking at you and I could see (laughs) (laughs) I remember looking up and just seeing like this cloud of green color around everyone Mm -hmm. and like I had seen healing color before in different scenarios but like I guess this was the first time where I saw green healing like around everyone and I knew like that wasn't coming from me that was coming from you or the bowls or something and I just remember like having really intense I think I dreamt quite a lot during it like I must have either fallen asleep or had like quite a few shapes come through or something kind of supernatural so like I've I've experienced that and then like I guess when you touched on me healing babies before, like I can definitely go into that in more detail in another episode, but like that is when mm. oh, I'll just like 
say if you or son needed some help, I just, before I went to bed that night, like I'd be lying in bed and I'd just think of him and visualise where he is, him sleeping, and then I'd just imagine him wherever he was, as if I was like standing at the end of his cot, I guess. I'll just picture him there and I'll have a colour immediately come to mind. So I think the first time I ever did it for him, it was pink. And I think you'd asked me to tune into him, but I just saw all this pink around him. And I was like, pink's a colour of love. I was like, he actually has so much love around yeah. him. There's nothing he needs. But then he had a bit of like a runny nose this week, hey. And I don't know, I just get shown which way the colour needs to wash through someone mm. so for him like when I held him it was yellow light I don't actually know what yellow light means she getting shivers on my lips um but I saw it moving down his body in like a triangle that's what you need to do when you're like and look at what yellow light is because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm like I want to know <laughs> okay producer Sophie <laughs> I will now I have oh, to <clears throat> no you're no, I love you. <laughs> We're on the same level. Anyway, and then as I went to bed, I just saw yellow light, green light, which is healing, and blue, which is calming, and like a triple helix, <laughs> like going around in like an infinity sort of pattern, just as like this ball. And it was so cool. Like it was the first time I'd ever done it in person. Mm. But I don't know if I've explained this very well. I don't know. It's just like I can I can tune into a kid and imagine where they are and then a colour comes to my mind and a visualisation of how that colour moves through their body comes to mind and then I just focus on physically doing it myself for like 10 to 15 minutes. And I've done this on maybe seven babies now. Mm. And mm. like I've done it on my husband. Like no one healing thing has ever been the same and it's never felt forced it always just comes immediately like when I have my psychic stuff I don't really know what that stuff is but when it comes to this it's just like I know so like I've always thought that like I'm meant to work with babies because yeah. like people say that birth is more traumatic than death mm. anyway we want to we <laughs> I just want to say one thing though mm -hmm. like, because I have experienced you doing it um, from afar. How do I say that? Like, by distance. By distance. Like when I was in Wellington. And I've experienced you doing it more like right here. Mm -hmm. um, obviously by distance, I don't know exactly when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of in November. And like we lived together and we never did sleep. We would wake up like super rested or like I could like sense a physical difference. Mm -hmm. And I think like what's just happened is yeah he was really kind of like struggling to breathe and sleep but like literally we did activation after Nathan's and Pamela and Pamela yeah. and um I know you were holding for a bit and then went back down and I was just like intent and to just to see that like immediate impact just the Pamela <laughs> that quickly slash I don't think it really does anything for like what he had yeah and I don't know it just like even when he wakes up there you have such a bond and I'm mm. like definitely like a larger than life bond there and it's just really beautiful 
my little skeptical theory is that our voices sound exactly the same. So he thinks I'm you <laughs> and we laugh the same. We actually didn't warn anyone before we started talking about that. So <laughs> so we need to like record our laugh and then you have to vote if it's like Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you, producer Sophie. <laughs> wow. I think it's a right sort of place to end it there. Hmm. Do you have any closing words of wisdom? Just I'll be back. Whoa. <laughs> Fucking hell, okay. Is that a ghost? No, no, okay, can we do that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I've got a question for you because I've always been like, if I ever had a guest on the show, what, how, would I, how would I end it off, you know? Mm. And the question I've always wanted to ask, and you don't have to answer if like you're not comfortable because I'm just testing this out, right? Yeah. If you were to tell your younger self anything right now, what would it be? Love yourself. What a goodie. Mm. What a goodie. I love you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love me now. <laughs> me too. We're trying. <laughs> Each day gets closer and closer. Yeah. Pay a lot in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Message to love yourself. Yeah. Get therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. I like you have no idea. We were both so exhausted before getting on mic. Like this was just a test, and we're like, if it's good, we'll use it. If it's shit, we won't. Yeah. And it's been fun. Like, I'm actually really energized right now. Same. I'm excited to go do some <laughs> reading. <laughs> no, not before bed. Like yeah. this is the thing. It's quarter to nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if I tell people not to listen to my podcast before bed, I definitely do not do readings before. Just council questions. Oh, council questions are fine. Yeah. 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 Questions. Cool. (laughs) Anyway, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time and your patience and for being the best big sister ever. Literally have a garden angel with you. So thank oh, you. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Let me say my little outro and then we have to say bye bye together. Oh, okay. So I only say bye bye because in my first episode, I didn't even realize I said it weird. And then when my sister Soph called me to give feedback, that was her feedback. She loved the bye bye. Because what mum does every time she hangs up, she says bye bye. And I thought you were just like mocking her. No. Homage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have a question box up on at Psychic Ish Podcast, my Instagram, tomorrow on Thursday, the day after this podcast airs. And maybe we could do it a little bit different with your permission, Soph, if anyone has any questions for either of us. And then I don't know how we're going to figure it out, but we will figure out how to answer it together. <laughs> Fun. And if you think anyone you know might love the podcast, please introduce it to them. Or as I said last week, just randomly walk down the street and airdrop it to a stranger. <laughs> love that. My friend from high school does that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.